Look, I love a ball game like everyone else does. I consider myself a fanatic over baseball. I have over a dozen field caps from all different teams because I love all baseball, not just one team exclusively, although I am a massive Toronto Blue Jays fan first and foremost, but aside from that. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. Growing up, I always learned that when thunder roars, go indoors. That was not entirely the case at Bush Stadium on the night of July 19, 2006, this day in weather history. Today marks the day of a horrible storm, some say tornado. It's called the Gateway to the West, St. Louis, Missouri. The state is no stranger to wild weather events, far from it. The state of Missouri is located in what's called Tornado Alley, a nickname for the geographical area in the United States where tornadoes happen the most often. We've heard about it before. This region includes Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Colorado, Nebraska, South and North Dakota, Minnesota, Iowa, and Missouri. So they kind of know what to expect and how to handle it. But sometimes with knowledge comes a bit of swagger. This year marked the opening of a beautiful new ballpark, home of one of the nation's oldest and most successful professional baseball clubs, the storied St. Louis Cardinals of the National League of Baseball. That year, the Cards would win their 10th World Series championship over the equally historic Detroit Tigers. They would go on to win an 11th in 2011, more than any other club in the National League. So aside from this feat, the tornado would go down as the second most memorable moment of this inaugural year for Bush Stadium III. Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider. But there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. But oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. The early evening sky turned as dark as midnight right after the national anthem and dust and debris began to swirl above the field. Then the wind abruptly went from fair to foul. High winds blew out some of the press boxes, tipped over some hot dog and souvenir carts, and parts of the ballpark were flooded in driving rain and hail as fans huddled for cover in bathrooms and stairways. The storm would still injure 30 people though, five of whom were sent to the hospital. Fans who had video cameras at the ready, remember smartphones had not matured yet, they all captured video of the event, including a scene where a woman gets knocked over by a flying trash bin. Meanwhile, outside the stadium where the game, for some reason, resumed, and I don't know why, the city was virtually ground to a standstill in the face of this freak storm that terrified residents and paralyzed the city for almost five days. The damage sustained in the St. Louis metro area was consistent with wind speeds between 70 and 80 miles per hour or between 110 and 130 kilometers per hour. The storm was farther reaching than just this Midwestern state. Areas of damage across Illinois suggested that wind speeds could have approached 145 kilometers per hour, which converts to about 90 miles per hour. Two tornado tracks were also uncovered across Southwest Illinois near the towns of Bunker Hill and Edwardsville. Over 500,000 customers were left without power. So this meant no air conditioning, 
while the temperature rose to nearly 38 degrees Celsius, also known as 100 degrees Fahrenheit, once again on Thursday, also with Humidex readings that made it feel closer to 46 C, or 115 Fahrenheit. A state of emergency was declared for the St. Louis area, and Governor Matt Blunt called in the National Guard to help with heat evacuations and cleanup efforts from the severe thunderstorms. In the aftermath, the St. Louis Cardinals baseball club began marking designated storm shelters throughout the stadium, and they would never again take for granted a storm warning. Listen to this. Exactly 10 years later, on this day in weather history, the cards were set to take on the San Diego Padres with a storm looming on radar. This time, not taking any chances ever again, the crowd at Bush Stadium waded through the strangest 92-minute rain delay. What made it this strange is because there was no rain at the time, but it was coming, and eventually the game was officially canceled. This day in weather history, tomorrow, is July 20th. And on this day in weather history, we head back to 1996 for what would be considered the most disastrous flooding to ever hit the Saguenay region of Quebec, superseding a 1971 landslide and a 1988 earthquake. What happened? We're gonna find out together tomorrow. It's July 20th, this day in weather history, with me, your host, Chris May.